Welcome back. This is Dub Double Trucker coming at you this week from Breezewood, Pennsylvania. I'm staying at the TA here. I'll have a review of this place for you next week. Um, but let me tell you a story. First, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been chased by a goose? I have. Now, some of you big macho guys out there might be like, Ah, you got chased by a goose, you sissy. No, okay? Now, I had my own reservations about that thought myself for a little bit. I was told that geese are mean when I was a kid and, you know, leave them alone because they're, they're, they're mean. But never really seen it. I hadn't seen nothing. And even in the last 10 years with videos and stuff like that on Facebook and YouTube, I haven't I haven't seeked these videos to see. But you just might think that if they really were mean, you might have seen a video by now. But I haven't. So this happened actually about six months ago. I'm at a Walmart distribution center. And I believe it was the one in... Wintersville, Ohio. I was grabbing a trailer, doing a dropping hook, and I'm going back to the rear of the trailer to check out my lights and then to slide my tandems before I leave. And there's some geese back there, and this one starts flapping his wings, you know, puffing out his chest. And um, he hissed at me. Geese hiss, apparently. So it freaked me out. Because this thing was pretty big for a for a bird, you know what I mean. And so I I paid attention to him, but I kind of just went on about my business at that point. And then he came at me. The son of a bitch started running, flapping his wings, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I took off towards my cab and my truck. And he stopped. And I was like, "Man, what the fuck?" How the hell am I going to check this shit? I got to I gotta go back there and slap my tandems and get out of here. Um, I think I just went around the other side of the truck, checked out some lights, went back, and the goose was not looking. I think he turned his back. So I ran back there really quick, pulled the handle, and I got the fuck out of there. Short story. So, um, the reason I'm telling this story is because last week I was in Wintersville, Ohio, and I was talking to a mechanic there. Uh, no, it was two weeks ago two weeks ago yes I was talking to the mechanic there where my truck was broke down and he told me yep it must have been during the spring huh and I said yep it was definitely in the spring it was like April or May apparently when that time of year with geese that's when they're protecting their eggs so don't go near geese especially in the spring and he told me you know when goose, when sorry, when geese bite, they don't just nip, you know, and release. Apparently, they bite, they grab, they hold, and they turn their beak and they pull. You imagine that? You'll be bleeding. You'll be missing some skin for sure. Maybe even some meat off your bones. So be careful around geese. I got three truck stops for you this week. I ended up staying. Let's see here. In North Manchester, Indiana last week, up in uh, De Pere, near Green Bay, Wisconsin, 
and then also in a place called New London, Wisconsin. Last week was kind of a short week. Uh, I ended up staying in De Pere twice because um, of the way I ended up running. So that's why I only got a three time. There are three stops here for this podcast. Uh, so I'm going to go over them right now. The sit go at Indiana 114 and Indiana 13 also known as Meridian, over there, in North Manchester, Indiana. Okay, this place was actually not... I didn't mind it. It was quiet. There's about 15 spots there. It was paved, easy parking. And the restrooms were clean. But it was like a one-person restroom. That's it. And there was no showers there, no scales, no laundry. So it was really just an overnight stop. Um, I had to walk across the street, like Caddy Corner, across this intersection to get to McDonald's. Um... But there's also a Hardee's over there as well. Uh, the coffee was okay. It was just okay. I, I don't remember anymore. I should probably write more details when I write these things down because well, my, I don't have a good memory. My ADD is also getting the best of me because I'm forgetting to write these things down the day that I stay there. So I'm going to try to get back on that. Um, but they also, at this Indiana truck stop, the Sitco, I was talking about they don't have Wi-Fi either and they also do not sell beer so you can imagine this place is only going to get two stars the only reason it's going to get two stars is because it was clean um, and I actually bobtailed into this place now that I think about it I got there really late and I was going somewhere to pick up a trailer and I didn't get there on time so um, I just decided to bobtail into this base and uh, park for the night alright now the next one we'll talk about the De Pere Superstore on I-41 in De Pere, Wisconsin, just south of Green Bay. It is exit 163 on I-41 in Wisconsin. Um, I really like this place. I go there a lot uh, because I always go up there um, and I've got a lot of routes to take me up through Green Bay. So now this place has about 30 spots. Now the way this one works out is there are only four spots on the actual property itself. And then across the street, there's like a drop lot there. Um, not really a drop lot, but there's like a gravel lot across the street. And that's got about 25, 26 spots, I would imagine. Um, and that one's gravel across the street. The four spots on this truck stop are paved. It's pretty easy parking, both sides. Um, now, the parking across the street, though, I remember one time I stayed there and I got up early in the morning. Uh, there's a lot of locals that meet up there, like uh, construction guys maybe or whatever. Um, and they uh, they keep some of their, like, I don't know, they're not really commercial vehicles, you know, like construction vehicles, work trucks and stuff like that. And they keep some of that stuff there. But there's still plenty of parking there usually. Uh, the bathroom is clean. There is no shower there, so again, this is kind of like an overnight stop or maybe just a quick stop. They do have a cat scale, but there's no laundry. Uh, this place also does have a Taco Bell and an A&W inside. It's like one of those doubles, you know. Uh, but the weird thing about this one is actually they're on opposite sides. So you got like the gas station right in the middle. You got Taco Bell on your left, A&W on the right. It's a little different. The coffee there is good. Um, it's just good, though. I mean, it's not great. It's not terrible, either. Um, they have a few different kinds, different brews. Um, or roasts, I should say, right? Coffee's roasted. Uh, no Wi-Fi, but the TV signal there is good. 
Uh, I got all the main channels, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, and the CW. Um, so I give that one a four on my list. Oh, and they do sell beer, but you got to get it before 10 o'clock. It's a state or a local law or something like that. The last one I'm going to talk about is called a Scenex um, in New London, Wisconsin. This is on, uh, let's see, just off of Wisconsin 54. It's, um, it's the exit off of US 45 for Wisconsin 54. There's no exit number that I could see. Uh, so it's got about 40 spots. I actually really enjoyed this one too. It also had a Taco Bell there. Um, but this one got a little bit of a bump down in the rating for a couple of reasons. I'll tell you why. It did have two showers. I didn't use them though. But the lot itself had a lot of dropped trailers in it. Like a lot. You could probably got about 40 spots there. But there was probably only about 15 open because of all the dropped trailers. Um, this place does sell beer though. So that's why it's going to get a little bit of a bump up. And the fact that it's got a Taco Bell. It doesn't have any scales, no scales, um, but across the street there's Walmart, so that's pretty good too, um, McDonald's, and a Subway, all within walking distance. Uh, no Wi-Fi, I don't remember using the TV, I think I was watching something on my phone, I think it was a Cubs game, uh, so I ended up not watching actually any of the, uh, the TV there. Um, but the lot is paved and kind of gravel, it's kind of a mixture, it's easy parking, so I gave this one a three star rating. Uh, this one's up in New London, Wisconsin. So those are the three I got for you today. Now, give me a moment here. I'm going to grab a sip. I was thinking about something today, actually, while I was driving. And what I thought about was the population of the Earth. This has been something that I've thought about a lot. Like something just as simple as, you know, how the hell do we, as a human race, come up with all this food? Like we eat probably hundreds of thousands of, if not, you know, millions of pounds of, of meat, you know? I don't even know what it is. I didn't even look it up. But we just consume so much meat. Think about how much meat you consume in a day. Multiply that by like what seven billion trillion or I don't know how many people in the world, right? It's a lot of meat. How could we possibly get that much meat? And what about the vegetables and the fruit? You know what I mean? At some point the earth is going to be overpopulated, which I believe it already is. The world is overpopulated overpopulated by a lot now China China you can only have a certain amount of kids right they're controlling that because they're such a densely populated area right in their livable areas I mean geographically it's, it's actually a fairly large country um, but the livable areas are not as large so it's pretty dense over there um, here in the United States we've got dense pockets, right? Cities, metropolises, you know? 
New York City, Chicago, L.A. And we've got these farm areas, right? Wide out, not very densely populated, but point is, the world itself is overpopulated, and we can't even feed everybody. Now, another thought, and I'm going to put these two together in the end. The people growing up these days, kids, I saw a study that said that they are going to have problems socializing when they are adults because they spend so much time with their phones and their electronics these days and they don't know how to socialize any other way besides using the internet and social media and texting, right? Now, it's going to be a problem. If they can't socialize, how are they going to procreate? Right? So does this... These two things, I feel like, may be connected. Maybe the universe is working its magic, right, to help control the population. Now, I'm sure there's other ways that the universe is going to do this as well, you know. I don't like to talk about them, but, I mean, people die every day, sometimes more than, you know, what we all see is, is, you know, needed. You know, we don't need people to die from shootings, you know, and genocides and stuff like that. Um... So it's just, the world's overpopulated. And it's amazing to me how we can create all these goods, food, and clean all the water that we drink. Water's a renewable resource, I get that. That's not a big deal. I mean, so is the food. But realistically, like, think about it. How much work goes into creating all that meat, all the cuts of meat that we all eat every single day? We don't even think anything about it. Don't even skip a beat. So, just think about that. Just a little bit. Before you go consuming, you know, pounds of food every day. While there are people in the world starving. And then complain about, oh, that didn't really taste that good or it was dry. I mean, come on. Just think about it for a moment. Anyways, this dubbed up the trucker. This is going to do it for this podcast. I appreciate you. My zero listeners that I have as of right now. Maybe I'll get some more soon. But if you are listening, share it if you like it. You can find me on Twitter, dubbed up the trucker. And you can also go and find me on Podbean, where you're listening probably right now. It's also available on iTunes and Google Play. You can just search it. You'll find it. Take care. Be safe.